listening to the My Pet Podcast, the show for pet lovers of Australia and around the world. Proudly brought to you by Australia's trusted online pet supply store, Vet and Pet Direct. Hi, I'm Aria from Vet and Pet Direct, and I'm here with our resident vet, Dr. Glenn. Hello. And we have our uh, first guest of the podcast. We've got Anne from Positive Connection. Hello. How are you? Good, thank you. Um, Thanks for having me. Oh, thank you for coming on. It's a pleasure to have you. Uh, Before we get started, just remember that this is general advice. So for advice specific to you and your pet, have a chat to your vet or to a professional trainer. But we'll also touch on when that's a good idea um, as well. So we'll sort of guide you through the steps there. So, Anne, do you want to tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do? Sure. Um, So I work for a company called Positive Connection. Uh, which is a dog training company based in Brisbane and surrounds. And um, I've been a dog trainer for quite a long time, so over 15 years now. Um, And I'm a certified professional dog trainer, uh, also a fear-free certified professional. I also have an interest in canine nutrition. And uh, we work a lot with um, barking dogs and a lot with, uh, yeah, just general um, dog manners and puppies and things like that. So, um, yeah, absolutely love, love the industry of dog training. And, yeah, it's really great. Yes, fantastic. And Anne's very, very good at what she does and has um, helped us with some knowledge and um, done some blogs and stuff on our podcast, on our website rather, that you can check out as well. So we're going to pick your brain and Glenn's brain about um, dog barking. Mm-hmm. Um, specifically in this episode, we want to get into the why dogs bark, but I guess before we even get into why, why is it important to know why they bark? Yeah, I mean, there's there's lots of reasons for that, I guess. Well, lots of reasons why dogs bark, but I think a lot of people don't realise that it can be quite stressful if dogs are barking a lot as well. Yeah. Um, but it is normal. So barking is a normal communication for dogs. And I think humans become quite sensitive to it because it's very loud. Yeah. <laughs> it's very loud when dogs bark and people can get quite, um, you know, quite annoyed by it, frustrated by it, and particularly if you have neighbours that are, you know, um, maybe shift workers or something like that and they can get quite annoyed by it as well. So, um, yeah, so it is important to, I guess, work out if barking is a problem for your dog and you yeah. and even people in the, you know, in the, in the surrounds. So, yeah, yeah, it's important. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so um, to sort of figure out where to start, um like why is it important to identify the the cause behind the dog's barking? Yeah, so if you want to you need to identify the cause so then that we can work on a, a proper plan to to change it. Yeah. So okay. yeah, so if you know, if you think if people sometimes don't realize that their dog is actually super bored. So they're yeah. running around the yard and they just have nothing else to do um, that can be changed really easily by giving them lots of, you know, a good balance of mental and physical enrichment. Um, But there could be other underlying causes as well uh, that they don't know. Uh, So, and that's, yeah, that's where obviously we need to investigate, uh, you know, why, what's the cause of this barking? And there's so many different causes, different types of barking as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I guess, Glenn, is it like, you know, treating anything? You kind of need to know what the cause of the symptoms are to to know how to treat it. Pretty much, yep. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, basically, yes, there's lots of different causes and causes um, means that there's different treatments for it and different ways to help out. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Um, so how do people identify 
how do people know? Like, where do people start to know how to know why their dog's barking? Yeah. So a lot of people would know that their dog might bark uh, when other dogs in the bark in the street bark, for example. Yes. So um, it might be that yeah, they know when people are walking or a car's coming up the street or people are walking up the street, and then everybody else's dogs bark, so their dog barks. So it must be something happening. Um, but there could be. There's so many other reasons that they could be barking for. As we said, there's boredom. There could also be a big thing at the moment is um, anxiety and stress. So mm. being worried about being left alone mm. as well. Um, and let's not forget that sometimes dogs are bred to bark. So yes. we have our breed specific barking. So our you know livestock guardian breeds and herding breeds that are bred to bark when they work and things like that. So it's really normal for them to be barking. Yes. Um, so just so many different causes, but. Um, yeah, as we said, we've really just got to work out work out why why it's happening. So, um, and also territorial barking as well. So, you know, someone's coming near my house, dog might be scared, worried, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So, if we look at why dogs barking, a big as I said, a big thing is anxiety and stress. Um, the first port of call is always off to the vet. Yeah. Always. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, just to to see, you know, if there's something that can be they can, you know, obviously help them with if there's a physical issue as well. So yes. um dogs may be in pain as well, that can cause um cause barking too. Yeah. Could be um cognitive decline if they're older dog and they started barking just suddenly for you know, people think for no reason, but the dog's you know, maybe over ten or eleven or twelve years old, so they're quite um that can that can definitely be a symptom of that yep, um, absolutely. decline. And yeah. and just old dogs going deaf as well, they Definitely. seem to love the sound of their own voice because they used to bark a couple of times and the dog next door used to bark and they'd know, yep, you're still there and that's it. Okay, I, yeah. I've, I've checked in and I can shut up now and yeah. I can't hear them anymore. So I just... Boop, boop, boop. Keep going. Boop, boop, boop. Yeah. And it's because they can't hear anymore. Well, yeah. their hearing is reduced. So, yeah, there's lots of physical things that can be yeah. going on. Yeah. And I think people can tell, uh, they know the type of barking. I know with my dogs I know, like... I know if there's somebody there at my or arriving at my house because it's a different type of bark than if um, you know that they're just barking at a possum or barking yeah. at the other dog next door or barking it out of excitement because we're playing or something like that. Yeah. So I know the different types of barking, and if people really um, listen to their dog, they'll be able to sort of go, "Yeah, I know that my dog is really worried," or "I know that they're really bored," so they get that different type of bark. Yeah, um, and. And then if they don't know how to figure that out, then often that's where we go have to go into um, monitoring devices and things like that so okay. that when people aren't home, because um, often it's like, well, they wouldn't have a clue that their dog's barking a lot because they're at work and they yeah. don't know. So, yeah, so providing some monitoring cameras and, and there's lots of really cool stuff that you can get out there just, you know, from Kmart or online and it's just all you know, monitoring your dog and what so they're like doing. So like a baby camera kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, cool. I have a friend that just got a baby camera for her dogs as well. Yep. So, um, yeah, and it's just they can pan around and monitor exactly where the dog is and yep. um, see what they're doing during the day and that sort of thing. So then you can kind of go, I think my dog is really stressed. It's yep. really worried when I go. It's it's howling. It's, you know, really freaking out. Yeah. Um, but then other times it might be my dog's just running around having a blast, barking right. at all the stuff in the neighbourhood yep. and thinking this is fantastic, this is what I do. Um, so there's, they can actually see what's going on with their dog and, yeah. and hear. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Full disclosure, I have a dog who really likes to bark. I don't know if he actually, I don't know if likes to is the right word. He just does he, he a does. lot. He does. He does. He does, <laughs> yes. Glenn is my dog's vet, so he's like your professional diagnosis. My dog he likes, likes, he to likes to bark. He likes to bark, yeah. 
Um, he is a working breed. Yeah. Um, so he's a coolie cross of the Tasmanian Smithfield. Yep. He is a rescue. So um, he had to have an amputation when he was a puppy. Yep. Um, so um, he didn't get a lot of socialization you know, during that crucial period because his amputation right. happened when he was 16 weeks. Yep. Um, so from the time I got him until he was probably oh, four or five months old, he was pretty much had to be on cray rest and not doing silly things while he was healing up from that. So yeah. that kind of slowed his socialization development down. Yeah. Um, but then on top of that, it's also just his, like part of his breed is yeah. he's super smart. He's so ridiculously smart mm. and um, very switched on. Yeah. So um, taking him on, I knew he was not going to be easy. Um, so it's um, good for me to learn <laughs> So that I can um, hopefully help other people with their yeah, dogs yeah, and, and him as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when um, yeah, when you're talking about that sort of like breed specific barking because that's what they do. Yeah. He's yeah, he does that. He, yeah. He thinks that the pigeons on the driveway are yep. to be rounded up. Yep. <laughs> yep. I'll use my voice to do that as well as yeah, as running around and yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, he's also had some separation anxiety and, mm. and that sort of thing because he. You know, like when he was a puppy, I was with him all the time. Um, so, it, and you know, COVID and everything like that, I think that's really common. It's it's really big at the moment as well. So yeah. people, are, um, a lot of people working from home and then when they do start to go back to work, their dogs think it's great that everybody's at home and then people go back to work and then they're like, wait a minute, this is not, I don't I don't enjoy this very it's much at all. Big transition, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's difficult, really yeah. hard. Yeah. So, yeah, monitoring devices are awesome. So you can really go, okay, let's see what's what's happening here. Let's really see what's going on. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, the sound of his bark when, say, he's barking at the pigeons as opposed to the sound of his bark when yeah. he sees me driving out the driveway is yeah. very different. Yeah. Like I guess um, for people who don't really know, how would you describe the difference between like that anxiety bark or, you know, yeah. the sort of plain bark? Like it's – I, well, can you even describe it? <laughs> do you want me to actually sound them? Yeah, I'm not sound them out. Um, I actually have a friend no, who used to be able to do that. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but often with that, like anxiety and stress barking, it, it's sort of got that kind of woefulness at the end of it, just that yeah. almost like a, a howl at the end, just like, oh, yes. this is just really, really hard. Um, and as I said, with if there's alert barking as well, so a dog's alerting you to something on the property or something like that. Like the pigeons who are invading. Yeah, it's a different It's a different type of like a real sort of like I don't even know how to describe it, but I think people will know what I mean. It's just they know that there's something there, there's something there, there's something yeah. there. Um, whereas, yeah, anxiety and stress is often just a little bit more like I'm really sad, yeah. <laughs> like, woeful type barking and, um, yeah, stress barking and stuff like that. So, Sage will yeah. actually howl with this separation anxiety Yeah, exactly. Well. Yeah, you often do get that. It turns into yeah. a little sad wolf. And it is, it is sad. Like it is really hard. It's, they think that their world is ending yeah. when the humans have gone and they, they don't know why. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah. We we will do. Uh, we've got. We're going to do a few podcasts with Anne, so we will get into how to sort of deal with all of these things. Um, this one's really just to touch on um, why dogs are barking, and um, yep. you know the different types of barking, so that we yep. can wrap our heads around um, the next sort of steps from here. Um, yep. I guess the other thing is, like you said at the start of the podcast, that some barking is normal. Like barking is normal in general, absolutely. Yeah. 
And, and I think, and as I said, we're really sensitised to it, particularly if you've got, um, you know, as I said, shift workers, neighbours and things like that, really sensitive. And th- it's really, it's a really loud bark, like barks mm-hmm. are loud. And so humans get really annoyed by it very quickly. Um, so, but it's absolutely normal communication for dogs. And we don't want to aim to stop all barking. Yeah. So we don't want to just completely eliminate it all. It's just like saying to someone, you're not, not allowed to talk again, which, you know... <laughs> <laughs> would not be nice. Yes. Which becomes hard when sometimes the neighbour will not tolerate a single bark. Exactly. And and that becomes yeah. difficult. And, yeah. and, and it is difficult. And I think people, um, they, they definitely are looking for something that will be able to help really quickly because, you know, you've got neighbours that are wanting to put in complaints or already put in complaints. Yes. Councils, you know, phone you up and, you know, and you're just absolutely stressed and the dog's stressed and everything's not good. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it can cause so much distress for everybody. Yeah, Um, yeah. But I guess um, like what, how would, like I guess what level of barking, is there a way for people to know whether their dog's barking is normal or abnormal? Yeah, that's a really good question. So, I mean, obviously councils have their regulations with uh, how much in the council area is allowed and I think it's accumulated per um, the number of minutes of barking per hour, but okay. it's all different in the council. So you'll have to check with your local council on the website and see what um, they allow. I think in Brisbane City Council it's like six minutes per per hour um, at certain times of the day, okay. um, and it's accumulative as well, um, which is it's actually quite a lot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, I was thinking, um, I'm like, hey, he probably doesn't, my guy probably doesn't do that yeah, much. Um, and so that's where the monitoring devices, so often you might your neighbour might come to you and say, your dog's barking all day and then you put a monitoring device and you're like, actually just barked, you know, a couple of times when the kids walked past in the morning and then again when the kids came home from school in the afternoon and then when the postman came. Yeah. And it's a, that's actually okay. Um, it's the type of the barking that we – it's just continuous that we just yeah. really want to look at. So some some barking is absolutely normal and we don't want to just stop that. We don't want to just – that's not fair to stop that. What are the monitoring devices you're talking about? So um, any sort of – Cameras that will pick up sound and um, and visual as well. Uh, there's some ones that just do sound, and you can actually gives you a chart at the end of the day and looks at you know the different peaks and troughs of the barking. Wow. Yeah, so there's different apps. Um, there's you know as I said, just monitoring devices, baby cameras from Kmart and online that you can get. Yep. And it really just you, to see your dog is obviously better, so you can see what they're doing when yeah. they're barking. But um, yeah, actually just monitoring what is going on so whether you have it pointed in the backyard or in the house or wherever you ha- you keep your dog yeah. then it's yeah picking up getting that gathering that information is super important because then you can and then even if you don't have a, ca- a complaint against you if you do get one you can go back to the council and your neighbors and say this is the monitoring over the week mm-hmm. this is what my dog has been doing um i've got actual records of it here yeah and then the council's oh that's fine that's not yeah. a problem um and then cool. or you could go oh that's a problem yeah so yeah, and, so, ca- and occasionally it's your neighbour's complaining about your dog, but it's actually the dog down here that's yeah. barking, and your yep. dog's the one in between, and or in apartments. Yep, um, where people live in apartments, like the people downstairs are complaining about your dog, but it's the dog the next floor yep. up that's doing the barking. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so you have to find out what's going on with your dog. Yeah, yeah okay, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Um, so let's just quickly touch on we we've quickly gone over, but let's just quickly touch on the different types and reasons there are for barking okay some of them so um you talked about anxiety yep so separation anxiety yep um and that is one where a vet visit is 
Yeah, so I mean, technically, separation anxiety does need to be diagnosed by a vet. Okay. Um, so we normally, as trainers, we just would say separation distress. Okay. Um, so there's some sort of separation distress going on. Yeah. Um, so yeah, definitely anxiety and separation um, type distress behaviours. Yeah. Yep, can be the cause of barking. Um, and then there's boredom. Boredom barking, definitely. Yes. So what yep. does boredom barking look like? Boredom. They just might be, as I said, like they just have that just. Bored bark, like I'm, I'm bored, I'm bored, there's nothing else to do, I'm just going to bark at whatever that I can find to bark at in the environment um, and, and, and cause havoc. There's like often other behaviours that go with that, like being destructive or running up and down a fence and things yeah. like that. There's, there's a there's a fine line between anxiety and boredom. So yeah, okay. often that's why we need the camera to figure it out because if your dog's pacing and you, you know when your dog is pacing and it looks really stressed. Whereas if your dog's just running around the yard, like ripping things up and just going silly, then you're like, mm, I don't think my dog is stressed. I think my dog is just really wanting something to do. Yeah, so okay. you've got a young, uh, young active dog that maybe you're working really long hours and you don't get enough time to take out for walks and you go to work for 10 hours a day and they're just in the yard, like, what can I do? Yeah. Um, whereas there's genuine, um, I'm really, really worried that I've been left alone. Um, and, and you can get an overlap. So you can get dogs that are really worried being left alone. You can get them being destructive yeah, and them okay. like, you know, pacing up and down and doing things like that. So that's why we really need the camera on them to, to really look at them and go, I think, I don't think that dog's stressed. I think it's just yeah. like, just bored. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes they just chew up the couch just for fun. And sometimes they try and chew through the wall because, because they're, they're really stressed. Really stressed. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Or vice versa. Yeah. 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 And <laughs> any, any sort of destructive behavior. Um, I mean, I often say to people, leave your dog with cardboard boxes and things to rip up and, and get into. But if you're getting dogs that are, well, first of all, um, destroying the house, so the walls and, and, and doors, and injuring themselves, that is, you know, absolutely, you know, very sad. So we really need to refer to a vet for that yeah. um, and look at look at further intervention for a dog that's doing that sort of stuff. But, yeah. you know, if they're bored, it's more likely to be just, you know, just ripping stuff up in the yard and gathering things out of the garden and just yeah. kind of just causing havoc and things yes. like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then there's territorial barking. Yep. Yep, absolutely. So I want the anything near my property to be away. So I want, you know, I don't want that um, – cat or that other person coming past my property and yeah so there's definitely that um this is my property get away type yeah. barking yeah. yeah yeah um and then there's um one called social facilitation yes. what does that mean so sometimes you and i'm sure everybody's had this situation where one dog in the street barks and then all the other dogs start barking um or i have a the situation at home where one of my dogs will bark at something my other dog I know she doesn't know what it is that she's barking at and she just barks because the other dog barked. Yeah. So I'm just going to join in and sing the song with my people. It's like um, the 101 just, Dalmatians yeah, thing. Yeah, this is just what I'm going to do because all of my other friends and dogs in the street are barking and this is just what I'm going to do too. So, um, yeah, you get the chorus and, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it can be a bit frustrating because if the whole street's going off and you're like, oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, and they so. just settle down and then someone starts it again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So there's definitely definitely that, yeah. Um, I mean, dogs are social creatures so mm. they they're like well what's going on down there and then they'll you know sure i'll bark too yeah so, yeah. <laughs> yeah and then fear fear barking yep um often so that can 
it can sometimes be overlapped a bit with territorial barking, but it's it's a worry that um, there's, there's something there that is worrying them, concerning them. So it could be that someone has come into the property uh, and they're barking to get it to go away, get the person to go away, um, or it can just be barking at something in the environment that is scary to them. So it could be a hot air balloon that's going over the top, like that happens quite a bit. Um, dogs like, what is that up in the sky making that strange noise? Or it could be um, yeah, so something that the dog is just – and it's often that short, sharp – get away yeah, type okay. bark, just get away. Um, I don't know what that is. I don't like it. Um, maybe it's a, um, a, gosh, it could be a snake or something like that, that the dog is just like, get away. So I want to create this, that you want you to move away from me. So it's often a short, sharp bark. And that type of barking you can definitely, I, I know with my dogs if there's something there that I think, what is there, what's going on, because I, I know that there's more of an urgency in the bark. So yes. it's just, you know, well, there's something there. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And for some dogs like Storm come into that as well, like the yeah. storm barking sort of things. I mean, most yeah. of them are for short duration stuff because the thing I'm afraid of isn't there for very long unless it's yeah. the house next door getting renovated and you fear barking it and now uh, gone for three months or something. Oh. That's, yeah. that's a bad yeah. thing. Yeah. Actually, that's another thing is that if your neighbours are yeah, if they're renovating or there's something happening next door and often your dog can only see the, the um, people's heads or someone on the roof, and that's scary. Someone on the roof of a house next door is yeah. like, what is that? Um, so that's that can be often... Um, classes as fear-related barking. So, yeah. yeah, don't like that at all. Don't like it. And it's often – that you will often see different body language in the dog as well. So, yeah. obviously, you, know, you might see the tail between the legs and backing off a little bit, hackles up, that sort of thing. So, really, like, I'm just not sure about that at all. So. I think that there's a type of – I think that it might be this type of barking that my dog Sage does – occasionally when he's yeah. in the office at work with me right. and it scares the bejesus out of all of us too because we'll all be quiet and concentrating and the next minute it's that really short sharp bark something's there and he's seen something that he didn't like and he it'll be one or two yep and then that'll be it but everybody else everybody jumps, jumps. yeah it's like, like, oh god oh. what was that yeah. yeah and that's yeah the dog is, is doing what comes natural and that's something i'm worried about something so yeah 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 that's interesting i hadn't put that I hadn't associated that as a fear bark with my own dog, so mm. that's, that's interesting. Mm. Um, and then we did talk about cognitive decline before, so that basically means like, you know, older dogs who are um, – how would you describe that in layman's terms? It's hard. Cognitive decline – I mean, it happens in older dogs, but there's the – uh, is it cognitive decline truly? And this is where a thorough vet exam is really important and, you know, doing blood work and ruling out other things um, because their, their hearing's usually going. So are they um, hearing less or, you know, misinterpreting sounds and, and their reactions are changing because they can't hear as much? Yeah. Um, or is it cognitive decline where their brain isn't functioning as well as it should because of reduced blood flow and that sort of thing? Yeah, okay. um, or is there like a physiological um, organ system problem, liver troubles and um, – toxins building up in the system and that sort of thing. Yeah, okay. Um, and then, I mean, older dogs seem to be a lot more prone to um, anxiety disorders um, mm -hmm. and that's like trigger stacking over their lifetimes comes into it. But then it's also um, like arthritis and pain comes into it as well. Mm, um, was, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, if it, you know, Especially, back, I see a dog with back and neck pain, particularly, but you know, um, joint pain as well. But but back pain and neck pain, I think I sort of attribute it to that acute pain that back pain or neck pain gets, like um, like that stabbing acute pain, like oh, someone's I've, stuck a knife in your if back. If I'm sore in the back, I want to shout at people yeah. too. Because <laughs> I mean, I've seen it with some of my old own older dogs, but other clients as well, like the dog just sitting on the couch and it goes to move and it thinks something's bitten it or something and, and they're just fearful all the time because they they interpreting something in their environment is hurting them yeah, yeah. and they're just 
crapping themselves all the time because they're just really worried yeah. that something's hurting them, but it's actually their own body. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's um, yeah, and then cognitive decline is in that whole spectrum of things as well. So it's it's yeah, it's a big. Um, broad spectrum of things which i mean again pain vets can help with that and cognitive decline okay there's a couple of prescription medications can help with that um working out have they got a health disorder that you can help to make better so their anxiety levels are hopefully less plus treat the anxiety and like it gets complicated um i mean i've got a crazy old dog at home um who's got yeah arthritis and back pain and, and she's half mad as well um, yeah. so um but it's you know it's it's a big problem yeah, yeah. and then yeah. you add um you know problem barking in on top of that um you know and there's lots of frustrated people out there with old dogs that don't sleep well at night and yeah, yeah it's, it's it gets messy it's yeah. it's really yeah. interesting it's quite it's very related because um noise phobias and like noise barking in dogs can often be re- like related back to pain so if you think about it if a dog uh startles at a thunderclap and they might get up and bark at it and they actually tweak something when they get up suddenly in their back or their neck if they've got arthritis or they're getting older. And so often that's why you see older dogs becoming more scared of thunderstorms when they weren't when they were puppies because they've got some type of pain um, in this and it can often just be like, Wow, that I don't like thunder because it causes me to it causes me pain, yeah. which yeah. is not really, but it's because that, the that thunder that hurt me. sudden sudden movement because yeah. of, oh my gosh, I jumped at the thunder yep. and ow, I hurt myself. So um, yeah, so getting it's just so important with anything like like that is to just keep in touch with your vet and and really be on top of of that sort of pain. Um, but, but pain can cause a lot of a lot of issues. Yeah. It's also so interesting to hear you guys talk about it. Um, the way the different ways that dogs associate things like they the way that they think is so different to us and the way that they experience the world is so different to us because they experience things you know then their nose is kind of like their biggest yeah. sense so yeah it's really interesting to yeah like just even listening to the way you guys talk about the way dogs think about things I think is really helpful yeah um yeah. the last one we've got on our list here is breed specific barking which yes. I wouldn't know anything about <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, definitely um, a very common – well, anyone that has a dog that is bred to um, vocalise for whatever reason that is, so whether that's for guarding, for um, livestock moving, so herding, that sort of thing. Um, So a lot of herding breed dogs, working breed dogs are bred to bark to get the animals to to move um, and other dogs that aren't bred to do that. But, you know, and then you've got obviously livestock guardian breeds that are bred to, um, you know – bark at anything that's near their family and their flock. And then, you know, if you think of dogs like beagles um, that, you know, bark at something, there's something over there, hello, there's something over there, very vocal all the time. Um, Whenever they want to alert something, it's just like, so here, hello. Um, And that's just what they do. And it's really hard to change that, um, those genetics over such a long time. Um, So it's just something to take into consideration that if you're looking at getting a dog um, and you live in a, maybe you are sensitive to barking or you have, neighbours that are sensitive to barking or a neighbourhood that's sensitive to barking to look at the type of breed of dog that you're thinking of getting. Definitely. Like I said, when I got my dog, I knew that he would be loud and challenging. Um, I don't have (laughs) neighbours nearby. Yes. And I I can put in headphones if I need to. But um, I think 
the the thing I guess for, for with me and my dog is I want to sort of manage his barking for his sake. That's right. And yeah, because like, it can be stressful for dogs that are barking all the time. So, that's right. As we said, so yeah, it can cause them some stress. Um, yeah. Certainly, if they're constantly imagine if you're always on edge and always wanting to guard the the place that you know. I mean, we we lock our doors and we we lock our houses so we feel safe. And if the dog's constantly on edge, constantly trying to bark at stuff to get it away, it can be yeah. it's a really stressful way to live. Yeah. Mm. Oh, if I was yelling for five hours a day, I'd be pretty stressed out about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, that's yeah, ex- yeah exactly. Yeah. Like, it, yeah, I don't know. It, would it be right to say that barking's kind of a, a symptom of, of something going on? Can be. Can Dep- depending be. on, yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> because because yeah, yeah. there's normal barking and so, there's not normal barking. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So, so yeah. where's that line in between? Yeah, yeah. and yes. that's yeah. that's when we go full circle back to let's find out what your dog's doing during that's the day, it. what's happening, why why is it barking, what's going on, exactly, what's, what's going on. Yeah, beautiful. So we are going to do a couple more episodes where we're going to touch on um, how to get your dog to stop barking or how to manage that barking because obviously they're not. We don't want them to stop altogether. Um, just like we can't. I mean, maybe you want to stop me from talking. <laughs> but um, we're also going to talk about um, barking collars as well. So tune into those episodes um, and I hope that you guys have learned stuff from this. I certainly have. Thank you. Um, welcome. for sharing your wealth of knowledges with us. It's awesome. Yep. Awesome. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.